Welcome back to the Peer Support Podcast. Today we'll be joined by EMT Chrissy Snyder, who's an EMT on the evening shift assigned to Ambulance 16. Prior to coming to Boston EMS, Chrissy's background was in yoga and meditation, wellness and coping and healthy lifestyles. Chrissy's graciously offered her um, her wealth of knowledge to our membership um, during the pandemic and even post-pandemic. Um, to offer an outlet for our members, either working, working extended hours on a well-needed day off or home, self-isolating, monitoring, or positive. The content will be uploaded here on the Boston EMS Peer Support website, www.bemspeersupport.com, in both the uh, video and audio formats. The goal is ultimately to take this opportunity to help our membership develop healthy coping skills, uh, healthy lifestyles, a form of wellness, um, not just because of the current situation that we're in, but just as an agency as a whole, um, we could use some improvement. And this is an area that we've identified to be lacking and Chrissy's helping us fill that void. We're hoping that this initiative is going to bring some good out of a trying time for our membership Things that couldn't be forecasted a month ago or a year ago. Um, in the coming weeks, our agency may be um, at capacity in really stretching beyond limits that we ever could have dreamed of. And we're hoping to arm you with knowledge and communication and information and resources so that our membership can come out on the other end of this better, improved, resilient, and ready for the next task. All right, Chrissy, thank you. to Welcome to the podcast, um, and we look forward to talking to you on topics of wellness and healthy lifestyles and yoga and meditation. I intend to learn a lot with this conversation because, um, to be quite honest, it's, it's an area that I, I personally lack in, um, and we look forward to talking. But first, if you could just uh, tell us about your background prior to Boston EMS. Great. Thanks for having me. Um so my background to Boston EMS, I'm 33 years old and I um, have been teaching yoga and fitness classes for the past 10 years with a company called Exhale. Um, I did all of my yoga training and my bar training with them. Um, and we can get into a little bit more of what that is later on. But um, basically, I once I graduated college, I felt lost and I didn't know what I wanted to do for um, work. So what I decided to do was get into a job that made me feel good and made me feel like I was helping other people. So I got into movement and um, yoga classes had just sort of become a popular class to take. So when I started doing that, I was a small fish in a really big pond um, full of with a yoga scene in the city of Boston. And um, I just basically taught as many classes as I possibly could. And um, basically sort of moving up the ranks of teaching more classes, more people taking my classes, and then began a meditation path that has led me to sort of leading a healthy lifestyle for sure, but also learning how to cope with stress that exists with everything that life throws at you. Um, you know, I've had a lot of family stress, um, a lot of addiction in my family and 
something that has really helped me is meditation and movement. You, you mentioned being a small fish in a big pond when you broke into the yoga world. I would imagine that is pretty relatable to being a newer member here. That's exactly right. I actually compare the two all the time um, because sometimes I feel really bad as an EMT <laughs> starting off. <laughs> and I was a yoga teacher. I was when I first started, I was the worst yoga teacher you could possibly imagine. I called your elbow, your leg and all that stuff. But um, yeah, you know, one of the things that has made me feel at least reassured as an EMT is everybody starts from the beginning. And I started from the beginning as a yoga teacher, pretty you know, a small, a big, a small fish in a big pond. And then I slowly got better at it. So I keep telling myself, you know, as an EMT, I'll slowly get better at that too. <laughs> of course. I think you're doing just fine. So if you can just <laughs> kind of take me on a little bit of a journey um, through what meditation is to you and how that's progressed in your life and how it helps you on a daily basis. Absolutely. So um, I actually didn't start um, meditating until I meditating until I was in my twenties, and I started because I started developing a lot of anxiety. Um, at first, I attributed it to drinking way too much coffee, um, and I was like, "Wow, my heart races so much. It must be all the coffee I'm drinking." But then I started to realize that it would it would come on suddenly. And so, a good friend of mine, um, she has she had coped with a lot of anxiety, and I went to her about it, and she said. You know, one of the a trick a therapist taught me was by putting an orange in the freezer. And when you're feeling anxiety come on, you take the orange out of the freezer and you work on using your hands to dissolve until you're able to peel the orange. And by the end of the time you're done peeling the orange, uh, your anxiety has at least gotten better. If not, it's completely gone because you have focused on something completely different than what is causing your anxiety. Um, and that trick has sort of, that's basically what we're here to talk about today is using other distractions, other things that can get you out of your head, get you feeling a little bit better than how you could be feeling right now or, you know, when you're feeling anxiety or stress. Um, when you feel like your thoughts are going down the wormhole, that that's an example of meditation, you know, sort of using a distraction like peeling an orange to help you feel better. I know it sounds silly. It sounds a little cheesy. And for some people, it can be, sound very scary to sort of sit alone with your thoughts. But the main goal of all of this is to sort of define what meditation could be for you and using that to cope with the amount of stress that we're dealing with, especially now during COVID-19. So just help me understand. I mean, meditation from my point of view, and which is only really fueled by uh, whether it be TV or movies, is people sitting uh, cross-legged humming with their hands in the air. Is, is that what it is or does it, what is it? That's certainly an example. And, you know, back, um, you know, in the history of meditation, Buddhist monks used meditation as a sitting practice. And um, they did chant. They chanted a lot and they did a lot of humming. And what that does is that same idea of peeling the orange. If you're humming and you're chanting and you're able to clear your head space, by the end of that discipline, your head, your mind space is going to be clearer. 
so, you know, what eventually started to happen is all of these Buddhist monks realized that they weren't able to sit still very much. And so what they started to do was before the meditation began, they did movement, which is called yoga. And they started to involve movement before they sat down to meditate. So that way they felt like they could sit still and clear their heads. So the the chanting you see in television, that's absolutely accurate. People do chant and they still do that practice. But the idea of what they do, which is what we apply today, is movement or anything that can get you out of your own head, put you into your body. You're not thinking about everything else going on. And then to be able to sit and passively move through your thoughts and clear clear your head. So how does this apply? So how would you apply this? Is, is it a big commitment for our members or is it something that they can personalize and make their own? Or they, That's the best part about this. The beauty of like how meditation has worked today is it can be your own thing. It can be something like doing a puzzle. It can be something like learning a new recipe, learning to cook. I know we have a lot of really excellent cooks um, in the department, um, you know, and Sometimes you're like, well, I'm too stressed to do that right now. I can't. It's actually, no, this is the time where you should be cooking the most. This is the time where you should be doing the things that get you out of your own head. And for those of you who don't have anything to be able to get you out of your own head, you're like, well, I don't cook and I, I certainly don't want to exercise. What we want to be able to offer you is a very simple, you know, beginning to this journey. And it can be something as simple as sitting down in a seated position for three minutes by yourself. And you, there's apps that can help you. And we, we can talk about those too. Um, one of them is Headspace. It's the one that I use. Um, and, you know, you sit down in a seated position and you, somebody talks you through a meditative process. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be something where you're like, well, I really messed up that three minutes. No, the point is not to succeed at this. The point is for you to feel better than when you first okay. started. So I, I don't want to force you to be too personal, but I would like to ask you, however, what level you're comfortable answering. How is how has okay. meditation and yoga enhanced your quality of life? It totally has. So, um, so, you know, I'm not able to get into the yoga studio right now because obviously they're all closed. So, um I've been using running as a sort of way to get out of my own head. And I, I'm running way more than I usually do right now. So I'm able to sort of clear my head. But my um, there's a certain level of clear-headedness that I feel going into work, especially now um, with an open mind. I feel like I did something for myself. So that's a, that's a little bit personal. I feel like I treated myself in a way and I did something for myself. So I'm able to give more of myself at work and I'm able to do it with a much clearer head. Um, that video um, by the doctor, the psychologist at MGH that the union posted on Facebook, it was a really interesting vi video and excuse me for not being able to reference the, the name, but he mentioned talking about the fight or flight response in the back of your brain. And it's been proven many of times that when you're able to clear your headspace with meditation or whatever it may be for you, 
you're able to use the rest of your brain to perform versus going towards your fight or flight response, which makes you make a couple mistakes or make you feel more stressed. And we have talked about kind of um, being alone and being in your head. How about for those of our members that maybe are home, not feeling well or isolating, you know, isolation is, is a is trickery of the brain in its own way, but um, are there ways that this could apply to them? 100%. Um, when you're by yourself and, you know, you could have the television going and it's hard to not put on the news. It's hard not to look into the media. It's hard not to look on Facebook. It's hard not to turn on Instagram, like looking at what other people are doing. Um, you can really get caught in the wormhole of your own thoughts and go down this, you know, all these negative thoughts and feeling overwhelmed. I always feel it's, um, um, the impending doom feeling like your heart it feels like it's about to pound out of your chest. You get really hot and sweaty, especially when you're in quarantine right now. It's so easy to get to that space. If right. you are able to even just take a, a couple of seconds to even try meditating or sitting down and we, we will help you with that. We'll, we're going to, we're working on some videos to um, help you with some, you know, beginning with that, um, that will be so helpful for your headspace. And the only goal, again, for I, I want to keep stressing this, is for you to feel better than when you first began the three minutes of your meditation. Right. That's the only goal. It's not, you know, to make it perfectly sitting still the whole time or to not think about anything. It's just to feel better. And a few days ago, just to kind of really kind of hammer home that it's not all just the formalized yoga, formalized meditation. I had missed a phone call from you um, because I was outside in the yard doing some, some yard work that I had been putting off. A great um, example. Yes. Excellent example. So it doesn't necessarily have to be these formalized things. Like you had mentioned spring cleaning and how that made you feel like you would accomplish the task, even if it's relatively simple. Yes. And just by completing a task every day, like, you know, my wife and I had made it a point to, okay, we're going to work on the kitchen today. So to the whole day, we are going to do the kitchen and clean it. And we spent, I think, six hours together tag teaming, really deep cleaning the kitchen. I can't tell you how gratifying that feeling can be because you've completed a task and you've had purpose for your day, just like you've had working in your yard. Being able to be look at the finished product as well and be like, wow, I really accomplished something. You know, the, the yard looks amazing and there's going to be flowers blooming soon. And it just gives you something to be proud of and it builds your confidence. Um, you know, my my wife has never picked up a, hand, a carving wood tool before in her life. And she just ordered them on Amazon and they just came in and she just started wood carving for the first time. Never, never has done it before. And, you know, that's something that, she, you know, she might not want to go out and run nine miles with me, but she likes to sit down and do crafts like that. And, you know, so far she's doing pretty well with it. And she said she feels a whole lot better. Right. For the record, I don't want to run nine miles with you either. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. So I just kind of want to inform the membership as where we see this going. Uh, we've identified you know, an area that we can improve on. And you've been gracious enough to help us improve in that area. So we kind of touched on, we're going to do some video stuff. And this is just the initial um, messaging and podcast out to the membership to say, listen, here she is. 
and where are we going to go? What I would love to do, and, um, you know, we've talked about this, is some videos online. One, I think we're going to start off with one video on basic meditation, uh, another video on basic yoga. And you can combine those videos. That's always a great idea. And, you know, those videos will, will give you some options during the videos. And then, um, I, you know, possibly like a yoga workout video as well. So, you know, if you're tra if you're trapped inside the house right now, um, maybe even just giving those a shot in the privacy of your own home, there's no judgment. The, you know, if you've never tried yoga before, you don't even need, you need a yoga mat. You literally just need yourself. Um, and there's no judgment with this. We're we're just going to offer these things to you, and with the hopes that, like we've talked about this entire time, that you feel. A little bit better than when you first started right and that's that's the important part here is that it can it, it can apply to all levels whether you're inactive right now because you're not feeling well or if you're over overactive and working countless hours how much time should someone expect to set aside for themselves if they're planning on doing this as much time as they as you're willing to give yourself Again, like I don't want to, you know, say you have to do this for an hour in order for this to work. No, any amount of time that you put aside for yourself, there will be some benefit to this. Right. So what I would invite everyone to try to do is five minutes to start with something that gets you out of your head, whether it's the videos that we offer you or a headspace um a headspace meditation, which by the way, if you don't have that, it's in your app store, um, on your phone, or if you you can also go online and just Google headspace. Um, and they, they do, you know, guided meditation if you're feeling a little overwhelmed with that. Perfect. So I think that really kind of covers where we intend to go with this. And I think it's going to be a huge benefit for our membership that chooses to participate at whatever level and whatever amount of time they can give us. And, you know, if you can, we'd appreciate feedback. Was it helpful? Is there something you want to see? Is there something that you might want to adjust? Whatever it may be. Um, this is something new. We get it. And uh, it's new to me for sure. It's it's not as new to Chrissy for sure. Um, but it's something that I think we can all go through together and see what the, what the benefits are. And, you know, we thank you, Chrissy, for reaching out and offering to do this. It's going to be a significant amount of work on your own time, but it'll benefit the membership for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited. And, you know, it, it, and if this goes really well and people are really excited about it, as I am, um, once maybe the shelter in place is over, maybe we even have, you, you know, community yoga classes um, once a week where people are able to get together physically when we're all able to hug again right. and <laughs> able to get together. And that being said, in, in the interim, if this becomes something that uh, people are interested in doing and want to participate in groups, we can we can always offer a Zoom session where it's live and you can interact with Chrissy and she can interact with you. That would that would be great. And, you know, of course, if you're feeling a, a little self-conscious about that, you can always turn the video off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we do podcasts. <laughs> exactly exactly i didn't brush my hair yet this morning so <laughs> well I, I can't thank you enough and we will talk soon thanks so much guys really great great talking to you thanks chrissy